You know, what's, what was your reaction when you and your teammates when you found out that the Portland game was going to be postponed? What was the emotional the letdown? I mean, what did you feel when you heard that? Uh, it was just a bummer. You know, we, we prepare so hard for each game and just knowing that that's one less game potentially that unless we uh, reschedule it that we get a play. And uh, we, we love playing games. That's, you know, what, what gets us up in the morning. And, uh, just going through the preparation for it and going into – into each game, just playing in their arena or our arena, whichever it may be. There's a lot of energy that, that surrounds that. And, uh, yeah, I would just say it's a bummer. In regards to Tijon Lucas, um, two questions. What kind of role do you have in, you know, bringing transfers in or, or talking to transfers if there's any, you know, before they come in here? And then also what is it like to share a backcourt with Tijon Lucas? Yeah, uh, to answer your first question, I think I was the first – transfer that this coach's staff had brought over from another school. I don't know if uh, that's correct or not. Um, but, yeah, just my experience here um, since the day I got here, and me not being a member, obviously, um, that helps with recruiting guys who aren't members uh, coming to a private uh, school. So I would say it had a little bit to do with it, you know, just, just telling them the ins and outs of, you know, what, what it's like on the court, what it's like um, walking around on campus. Um, what it's like uh, with the guys in the locker room. So just every every part about that. And I just try to be kind of uh, – I try to be that guy that I would want, you know, recruiting me in. So, you know, don't don't tell me any lies. Tell me what, what's actually happening because, you know, I'm going to spend the next two, three years of my life at this university and uh, playing for this coaching staff, playing for these guys. And uh, so that, that's just what I try to do when I, when I recruit guys here, when they're transfers, because, um, you know, they've, they've already been at a spot and they want to get out of that. So they're not looking for another spot to, to kind of go to and not like. And uh, I just want to tell them the truth. And if they fit it, then they come here. And if they don't fit it, then they pick another school. And thankfully, T. John picked here. Uh, he, fits, he fits in here. And uh, I, I love playing with him. He's so unselfish, um, such a high IQ player. Uh, we're, we're talking, I mean, we talk every day. We hang out probably a couple of times every week. Um, we're really good friends off the court. And uh, it's, it's just fun playing with a guy who wants to win as bad as you do. Um, just like all these guys in the roster, we all want to win. But to, to be two veteran guys, um, we joke around, we're old heads. But, uh, no, we, we just have fun out there, you know. We, we want to win so badly. And um, each, each one of our journeys to get here has just – motivated us even more to, to accomplish something that we haven't done before. So, um, yeah, I, I love playing with him. Alex is one of those veteran guys. What have you kind of shared with your teammates, some of the, the transfers, the younger players, about what entails playing in this conference, especially, I mean, you've been here for three years now. You have some experience in the WCC with a really talented conference like this this year. Yeah. Uh, what are you sharing with the other guys about that? Yeah, it's a tough conference, um, especially this year. We got probably four tournament teams, it's looking like. Um, you know, there's going to be ups and downs. You know, as much as we want to go undefeated, um, that's that's really hard to do. And that's what we're set out to do. That's what, what our goal is um, for this conference play. But we might lose a game here or there. Um, and how, how we're going to battle back from that, how we're going to handle that adversity, um, you know, loss, losses are tough to handle. But if you can learn and grow from it, which uh, I think that, that this coach and staff does a great job teaching us how to do, um, how to bounce back from losses. Um, but really just approaching every game with the same amount of energy, same preparation that we, that we always try to try to prepare for um, 
approaching each game with the mindset that, that it's going to be a battle. Um, we're going to need to leave it out on the floor every game. And there, there's going to be weeks where we're playing, you know, really good teams back-to-back. Like this week we got Pacific and uh, St. Mary's, and they're two really good teams. Um, and so it, it's going to be a battle. And uh, we got one day in between the rest. But uh, we have these three days to prepare for both those teams. Got a little bit of mostly Pacific, but a little bit of St. Mary's here and there. Um, just so we're not on a one-day prep, but it's going to be a battle uh, this conference season, but I think that these guys are ready for it, and we're really excited. Coach mentioned that he had to kick you guys out of the gym for about 48 hours after that Westminster game. Obviously, no game Saturday (laughs) kind of helps that, and it's a little bit of a bummer, you mentioned, but do do you feel like that maybe helped you guys kind of just mentally reset and recheck and kind of refocus going into the year? Oh, definitely. I think that it recharged us. Uh, We were all joking that he pulled the Coach Carter. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it was funny, you know, that's, that's not something that we expected. Uh, we all hopped on a team after the Westminster win. And uh, that night, I think around 10, 10.30, and he was like, hey, guys, like, great, great non-conference. I think this is one of the best, uh, like, rankings-wise that we've finished a non-conference schedule in the last three years, I, I think. Um, if I'm not – yeah. Yeah, it's, that, it's up there. It's yeah. up there. Yeah. And uh, – so, yeah, he was just like, hey, I think you guys need to take, take some time, rest your legs, uh, and just come back ready for this conference. Because, like, I mean, like we just said, there's really good teams in this conference. And uh, it's going to be a battle every week. So I definitely think that it, it re-energized us. And I don't know. I mean, uh, you guys watch practice today. I think these guys are uh, they're just, I mean, in a good mindset. And uh, we have this this squad now uh, for our shell drills who is – um, Gideon, Foose, and Caleb, and they're like the energy guys, and they, they try to bring as much energy as they can to the shell drills, and uh, it's really it's really fun uh, just seeing that, that much energy that we have going into the conference play because, you know, this is a part of the season where teams start to get tired, and um, but also some teams start to keep going up. That's what we're looking at doing. Because you do go into these tough games, how do you feel like you and your team it's handled being in school as well as going into these conference games. Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult, especially at this university. It's a, it's tough academically, but I think that uh, the group of guys that we have, they're just so bought in. And, you know, they're they're high character guys. They they know uh, what their priorities are, and you know, that's that's pretty much all we do is just basketball in school, and, and we try to find a little bit of time for social life. But um, yeah, I think these guys are really locked in, and so they they have a good balance of that. How often does uh, you mentioned earlier that on that Zoom call, Pope kind of told you guys the, the historical perspective of where your guys' non-conference performance fits? Uh, how often does Pope refer to what you guys are accomplishing in like the history of, of BYU record books, if you will? No, he he always picks the right moments, and that's what's so cool about having him as head coach is like he'll do it at the time when you're you're not expecting it. Like we were all expecting, you know, all right, we're gonna come in and we're gonna have a hard practice tomorrow. But instead, he's like, hey, great job, guys. Like, you guys accomplished something special. Have the next two days off. Um, like, we were expecting, oh, really? Like, maybe he was calling a practice later that night. I don't, I don't know what he was going to do. But he, he hits you at times when you're least expecting it. And it just uh, – he, he knows when to what, – what the team needs. And I, I think the times that he chooses to tell us those accolades that we're getting are the history books that we're hitting. Um, they're the times where he feels the team needs that and uh, needs that to just continue to build our confidence. And uh, so, yeah, I would say he mentions it quite a bit, but always at the right times. Is it difficult to, once again, go through a season where you just don't know 
who you're going to play St. Mary's is not playing Thursday night, but there's still hope for Saturday. It's just difficult to possibly game plan for multiple teams and not know what's coming in the future. Yeah, it, it's difficult. It's frustrating. But, uh, I mean, one thing is, you know, we might play like St. Mary's. We're supposed to play twice, so we prepare for them, and then we know how to prepare for them the next game. Hopefully they play us, <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I would say it's frustrating, but we, we just got to keep taking it day by day and, you know, we're set to play Pacific and play St. Mary's, and if one of those drops off or both, you know, at least we got good preparation in and we're getting good practices in um, to where we're keeping our legs healthy and um, just our mindsets healthy, running through our plays, making sure our defense is tightened up. How do you feel some of the young guys are progressing with the team? Because they've had just elevated roles mm-hmm. with all the injuries that have ha- happened in the front court. Yeah. How do you feel like Foos and Atiki are, are progressing to get ready for this league season? Oh, they're progressing. I, I think at a really good, a better rate than I think anybody would have expected. You know, they're really, they're, they're such talents. And, uh, I mean, we, we see it like Tiki's just got this incredible build. I mean, he's just a rock and uh, super athletic, um, can block shots, can get rebounds, and, and he's continuing to grow and learn and um, learn how we play defense and our offensive sets. And then Foose. He's just, I've said it since the beginning of the year, I really don't think he knows how good he is. Like, he, he's so talented. And uh, sometimes when he gets catches in the post and is able to finish over other bigs, it's it's really impressive what he's doing as a freshman. And, uh, I mean, what he's able to do on the defensive end where, he, where he's blocking shots. And, um, I mean, he got one, I think, at the top of the, the square today where I was like, bro, you got 10-foot 10, 10 wingspan. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Um but it's fun to play with guys like that because you know these guys are so locked in, and it's really, it's really fun to be a part of that.